Warning, the following podcast is for mature audiences only. Listener, discretion is advised. Oh, you won't even believe the story if I told you. Got this one. Randy edited this. It was porn. I know it was okay. porn. Bang, zoom. We're gonna talk about Scarlet Johansson. Oh dear! Oh dear God! You are listening to Dog Fin Radio. Hey, folks! It's Randy from Dog Fin Radio. This week we're taking a break, and when we come back, we should be right around the corner to Comapalooza. So to help us pad out the countdown to Comapalooza, we're gonna rub elbows with a few celebrities that we met down at Premium Basin Comic-Con. But, before that, a word from our first love. Comic-Palooza! Comic-Palooza 2016 is almost here. At Comic-Palooza, there are literally thousands of hours of programming. You'll see your favorite celebrities, comic book creators, and authors. Special celebrity events at this year's Comic-Palooza include a cast reunion of the classic 1986 sci-fi horror favorite, Aliens, featuring Sigourney Weaver and more. Also, the cast of the Boondock Saints will be in attendance, including Sean Patrick Flannery and, of course, Walking Dead star Norman Reedus. Other celebrity guests include Underworld star Kate Beckinsale, Lenny James from The Walking Dead, wrestling superstar Ric Flair, comic book legends John Ostrander and Adam Kubert, and, of course, me, Ming Chen from AMC's comic book band and podcaster extraordinaire. Be sure to follow Comic Palooza on social media, on Twitter at Comic Palooza, Instagram at Houston Comic Palooza, and like us on Facebook, Don't Miss Comic Palooza 2016 at the George R. Brown Convention Center in Houston, Texas, June 17th through June 19th. Get your passes today. Head over to www.comicpalooza.com for all the details. Chicago, Chi-Town, anybody from Chicago? Oh, right, okay. <laughs> so yeah, Chicago, Illinois. Um, I was a bit of a class clown. I used to do car wheels and throw away stuff in the garbage and you know, tell jokes all the time. And uh, where I grew up, you had gang violence, but then you also had people going to church and things like that. And uh, My parents wanted to keep me grounded, so they kept me in the church. And then they also uh, introduced me to theater because I was getting a lot of you know trouble in school being a class clown. So got in the theater, and uh, I started doing drama. Can you believe that? So 
I was doing a lot of drama, doing a lot of plays and stuff like that in Chicago at a community theater, uh, ETA Creative Arts Foundation. And then um, I started doing theater downtown Chicago, and that was pretty cool. And then I got discovered uh, by an agent, started going on a lot of different auditions. My first gig was uh, I modeled for Captain Crunch. <laughs> I was a model first, okay? <laughs> and uh, I modeled for crack, uh, Crunch Berries. I was on the back of the Crunch Berry box with a high top fade, like. <laughs> and uh, I thought I made it at that point, <laughs> you know? Had girls running around with the box, sign it! It was crazy. And uh, I was like, I made it. Uh, but then after that, I uh, just started doing uh, you know, auditions and things like that, and still, I just love theater. I wasn't even thinking about getting on television. It was, I was more of a theater kid. Uh, and then um, an agent saw me uh, at this play that I did, uh, and uh, I started going on crazy auditions and stuff like that, and then all that came along. And all that was a, how many of y'all know all that? <laughs> all that was a nationwide search. Um, they saw kids across America, similar to American Idol type of thing. And that audition was crazy. I remember, um, usually, um, I never forget my monologue. Any actors in the building? Actresses? Okay, so you know what a monologue is, right? <laughs> so uh, I had finals that day at high school, and you know about finals, right? Yeah. And <laughs> And so I had my finals, man, and then I also, uh, my dad was driving me, we got lost, and then I got there to the audition, I was late, and then I got in there and I went blank, totally forgot my monologue, and I was like, oh no. Um, and they were like, well yeah, you walk outside and kind of go over it, and I'm like, cool. When I walked out, it was like cameras like that, and I knocked them over, <laughs> but I made it funny in a physical way, and they started cracking up. And uh, I came back in, and they were like, do some impersonations. So I did a ton of impersonations of like my uncle and people I met on the train in Chicago and stuff like that. Good Burger was born in there. I did like, whoa, dude, <laughs> Mavis and Clavis. Uh, I had a mean coach in my high school. Uh, he was just mad about everything. Like, people be happy on Valentine's. Like, love, love. He's like, love doesn't live here anymore. Get out. That's what it was like. So, uh, <laughs> Coach Creighton was born in that room as well. So I did all those characters and two weeks went by. And I thought I killed the audition, but two weeks went by. If you're an actor or an actress, you know two weeks go by. You probably didn't get it, right? But um, I remember it was a call, a phone call at night. I remember I was praying, it was like a great moment. I was praying and I was about to go to bed. And then the phone rang and my mama was like, oh my God, good Lord, oh! We're going to LA, yes! And she ran around the house. And uh, it was an awesome moment. Then we went to LA. And, and when I got to LA, I had to do another audition process. And I met most of the kids that were gonna be on all that. And uh, I met Keenan at that one. And Keenan had already been on Mighty Ducks. So he kinda already made it, <laughs> you know what I mean? To him, you know. And I remember him coming in on rollerblades because he just shot Mighty Ducks. He was like, like Mike wrote it. I was like, I'm gonna kick it with that kid right there. And uh, yeah, man, we just hit it off. Uh, got the second audition, but did it. Then all that came along, and, and it was it was awesome, man. And then from there, uh, we did all that for like three or four seasons, and then uh, we got to stay home because uh, you were going hiatus on breaks during seasons. And uh, one of the hiatus, they asked me and Keenan to stay, and they were like, Hey, we want to do the Keenan and Kel show. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> so that was awesome, man. We got to do the Kenan and Kale show, so that was pretty cool. Very, very funny show. And uh, they were really just looking at us because, you know, offset, we were like crazy. Like, we always hung together and told jokes in between scenes. And, and we knew, like, we had a certain type of magic when it was uh, Mavis and Clavis, and we were introducing TLC. And uh, it was one of our first sketches together. And uh, we just kept ad-libbing, and it was one of the moments where we just saw like the jokes, we finished each other's sentences, it was hilarious. And uh, that's when we saw, like, okay, yeah, we can do this whole Kenny and Kill comedy duo thing. And it just, it just blew up, man, from there. Man, and then from there, Good Burger, the Good Burger movie, and Mystery Man, and all the other things y'all see. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, what? What? I was I'm listening sorry. to something. <laughs> sorry, no, I was just my first by yeah. everything you were saying. <laughs> Do we have any questions? Come on. It's a family. Look, y'all, it's family, okay? I ain't gonna bite. You can ask anything you wanna ask, ask any questions. Hey, you know hey bro. Okay. So I'm doing a story to tell, you know, Comic Con brings people together. You uh-huh. know, this this idea of <coughs> giving Yeah. 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 Hi, this is Kel Mitchell. Is it Channel 2? Channel 2 News? Channel 2. Channel 2 News. Can you say Basin Trusted, Basin Proud? Basin Trusted, Basin Proud? Is that it? I said it. Okay. okay. (laughs) I said it. Okay, well, first of all, I love comics. Uh, I love animation. I love cartoons. And uh, people that don't know, because uh, I got a cartoon background too, I'm T Bone on Cliff with the Big Red Dog. Yes. Be the best dog on your block. Yeah. I freak kids out with that little babies. They're like, it's a black man, but it's T Bone. I don't know. It's, ah! it's crazy. I freak them out with that. And then also, too, uh, you know, Wild Grinders on Nicktoons, uh, Motor City. Uh, I, I just love, you know, cartoons and doing voices. Uh, I used to read uh, a lot of graphic novels when I was young and comic books and stuff like that. And then also, too, the fans. Um, that's why I like coming to them. You know, um, I also do stand-up as well. And I started doing that because the nostalgia of the 90s. Like, a lot of people really dig like uh, the 90s and it was part of their childhood and I wanted to meet all my fans. And they would come up to me on the street, tell me to do Welcome to Good Burger at red lights, bathrooms, churches, everywhere. <laughs> so I wanted to meet them, you know, so I wanted to stand up and shake their hands and, and events like Comic-Con, I could come and meet everybody and shake their hand and talk to them and hear the story of when they first saw the show and stuff like that, so it's cool. And the cosplay is awesome, you know, shout out to all the cosplayers. Woo! <laughs> 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 you want the infamous line from Good Burger? Do you want it for the news? Yeah. Just okay. This is Ed on the news. Well, we're on the news. Is that a camera? Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? <laughs> Any 
if you have any questions, you can either you can line up right here so that way we can keep a nice good time. Line up. Line up. A mood music. No problem, brother. No problem. Get that good camera angle. Yeah, we gotta get another angle. Yeah. Wait till he juice that camera back up. Juice it up. Don't be scared. Go on over there, brother. I saw you over there contemplating. Go on walk over there, brother. There you go. Yeah, yeah. He was like, what? I don't want to ask him that. My question is, uh -oh. who loves orange soda? Kel loves orange soda. Is it true? Mm -hmm. I do, I do, I do. Kids' Choice Awards. Yeah, I was just on the Kids' Choice Awards. I was on there because I have a new show. Here's a plug. I have a new show on Nickelodeon called Game Shakers. <laughs> it's a real fun show. I love it. It's about two girls that code. Uh, they make amazing gaming apps. It's pretty awesome. Uh, but the music they put in the first gaming app that they blew up with, uh, they put music from a, a hip-hop mogul played by myself, Double G. And uh, I told them I was going to sue them, and they're like, no, don't sue us, you can own the company with us. So I own this company with these cool little girls that make these crazy gaming apps, and, uh, and the show is crazy. I'm like P. Diddy on the show. <laughs> so I got my own jet, it's, a, it's great music, uh, and all the games we make on the show are downloadable on, at the iTunes store, at the Android store, so it's just a great show for Nickelodeon. If you like my 90s stuff, you'll definitely like this, because uh, it's Dan and I collaborating again, Dan Schneider, who's iCarly, Keenan and Kill, you know, all that, all the other hit makers, so, yeah, man. But yeah, uh, part of Nintendo, <laughs> he's like, you didn't answer my question, brother. <laughs> uh, no, I wasn't Nickelodeon uh, collaborated with uh, Nintendo on that, uh, because we make uh, games on the show, they felt that it would be awesome to have Nintendo uh, just get down with us on that, so we thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and they put them inside of the Mario world, like in the Mushroom Kingdom, so it was crazy. You gotta check it out. Ooh. That was too realistic. That was nice. <laughs> it was on point too, right when I got done. That was crazy. Affirmative. I guess my question, uh, working on Mystery Men, uh -huh. uh, did you do a lot of ad libbing on that show as well? Or oh, bro. Mystery Man was amazing, man. To work with Ben Stiller and Janine Garofalo and Paul Rubens. I mean, Paul would just, you know, Paul played Pee Wee. So, like, when it was lunchtime, he would drive to our trailer. She had this little scooter. And he was like, lunch ready! <laughs> like, it was, it was the craziest thing, right? To grow up watching Pee Wee and then to work with him. And then all those comedians, you gotta, you gotta understand, like, it was a lot of ad-libbing and improv and, uh, and that, like, crazy. And I remember the first time I got to improv, because you had to get in there. It was like playing double dutch, because you had all these amazing comedians. And, uh, 
I remember when I got in and did like a little handling and Ben was like, that was amazing. And then we just kept it in and then, you know, I was one of the boys. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> I'm so happy you're back on TV where you belong. Me and my husband watch Game Shakers. We watch it whenever it comes on. Nice. My question is, how did you get onto Game Shakers? Oh, okay. Uh, well, for you Nickelodeon fans, uh, there's a show called uh, Sam and Cat on there. And then uh, she's like, I know Sam and Cat. That's right. <laughs> so Ariana Grande, Janet McCurdy. So I was on there and I played uh, this uh, rapper. And Jeanette's character had to be my assistant on the show. So uh, Double G is like a spinoff of that, you know what I mean, on the show. Because we, me and Dan, we haven't worked together in a long time when I did that. And then we were like, yo, bro, we got to do something else again. And that's how that was born. Yeah, yeah, with Game Shakers, no problem. <laughs> yeah. So what was it like shooting the Goodberg movie, you know, and working with Kenneth Thompson? Oh man, come on, man! Keenan's awesome, man. We got some other, we got some other stuff this year that me and Keenan are doing too, as well. For you, Keenan and Kel. What me and Keenan got coming in the next couple of years is bananas. But uh, we're back together again, man. So it's gonna be pretty crazy. Uh, we had, uh, you know, the reunion with the Jimmy Fallon show. That was crazy. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's my brother, man. I mean, working together, there's no beef, because they were, people were trying to put that in the media and all that stuff like that. There's no good burger beef. <laughs> but yeah, there's no beef. And uh, yeah, man, it was awesome working with him on that. I mean, that was like, you know, for him, it, was, it wasn't his first movie, but it was my first movie. And so, um, it was just fun. I mean, working with Shaq, Sinbad. You know, all those crazy characters. That was like my favorite scene too. Oh, with Shaq? Oh yeah, that was fun, man. That was fun. Little pickles, you know what I mean? And X song that he sings throughout the whole movie. Oh, you like that song? You wanna do it? You wanna do it? Cause we're all dudes. Hey! Hey! It's time to put our time. What happened to Mike? Hello? They cut me off. They cut me off. Oh, I'm back. It's time to put our times behind, get all the bad things off your mind. She's feeling good, she's feeling good, we're feeling good, yeah. Just hanging out, just having fun, we're number one. Just hanging out, just having fun. I'm a dude, he's a dude, she's a dude. We're all doing the same. I'm a dude, he's a dude, she's a dude. We're all doing the same. <laughs> My favorite scene in Good Burger, uh, dancing with George Clinton in the Funkadelic. And <laughs> Come on, man. That was nothing more awesome than that. Uh, that was a crazy scene. I really enjoyed that. Uh, the weird scene was Strawberry Jacuzzi. Because <laughs> you think it's a real jacuzzi. It was really just one of the assistants just slinging some <laughs> strawberry out of a bucket on top of me. So I just see this guy down there like, <laughs> and I'm going, woo! <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I think everybody wants to know uh, the, or the answer to this. What is the secret in your egg sauce? Oh. Well, first you start off with a little bit of lemon, <laughs> and then I can't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No problem. Hey! Hi! I like your makeup. That's Thank cool. Thank you. <laughs> 
Christmas no. Thank you. Well, I want to say that if you had to pick a scene from Keenan and Kale, what would it be? Because my scene has to be when you drop the screw in the tuna. Oh, I dropped the screw in the tuna. <laughs> that was a good one. I enjoyed that. I actually won an award for doing that one, that episode. Uh, somebody asked about improv and ad living before. We improv that entire thing. That was crazy. I did about 20 takes of that, different every time. Um, I would say the Thanksgiving episode was very fun. When I had my hand up a turkey and, run, <laughs> and running around, that sounds crazy. And running around and it was hot and everything, knocking people out. That was funny. Um, what's another one? It was, I, I liked a lot of the episodes, it was always fun. Yeah, my brother got into that one the most. Keenan Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> no problem. Hey, hey. <laughs> so like you're one of my like favorite people from all that too. And my my me and my brother love watching your show. Thank you. Burger. My mom and my and me and my little siblings were on into it. My little sister is like a huge fan of yours. And we were just recently, not so long ago, like a week ago, we were watching she almost watched Good Burger on Netflix <laughs> and I just have to ask one question. Okay. Um, from either all dad or maybe Keenan and Kel or like all the shows that you've done, what was your funnest memory you had with Keenan? <laughs> um, funnest memories, Keenan and stuff like Offset. You know what I mean? Like, cause we're really like really good friends. So I would say that. I mean, every time we get together, it's always a great time. Um, we were actually filming something last week that I can't tell you guys about. <laughs> I can't let it out the bag just yet, but you will know end of April, you'll know. So, uh, but it's, it's real big, it's real big. And uh, we just filmed that, and that was fun. I mean, it was just us hanging out, just telling jokes every minute, you know what I mean? Um, when me and him get together, it's just jokes every second. So I think that's what's fun about it, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> What's up, brother? What's up? So, um, my question was, uh, uh -oh. as an actor, if you were offered uh, your ideal role, what would it be? What was something that you always wanted to do but hasn't been done yet? Because you've been like a superhero, you've been yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of a you know, goof and stuff like that. So. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I love action flicks. I love doing action movies. Uh, I wouldn't mind playing a superhero since we're at the Comic Con. You know what I mean? I was already one, you know, but Mystery Man, you know what I mean? We were like almost superhero. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. Like, let's put it out there. Since you use all my Comic Con people, Static Shock, that'd be crazy. Yeah. Couldn't y'all see me as Static Shock? I mean, come on. Let's do it. Oh, Repair Man, the movie. <laughs> he just messed everything up. Just take out Los Angeles. Repair Man, 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 man. How are you? What's up? Okay. Um, other than um, acting, I have read on Wikipedia. Oh, goodness. Oh, wait, no. oh, yeah, that's not a great source. Do okay. um, you also produce music? <laughs> I used to, <laughs> back in the day. Um, I, I had a rap group back in the day, and then I also write. So. 
Uh, I write a lot of music. Uh, I wrote one of the title songs for Clifford the Big Red Dog, the movie. Uh, that was fun. I also wrote a song in Mystery Man. If you have the Mystery Man DVD, go to the special features and you'll see a music video with me in it. Um, so I was, I'm always into music and um, putting my songs in, in music. And uh, with Game Shakers, there's a ton of music that uh, is coming out with my character. So you'll see that. Yeah. <laughs> do you sing? You sing? I do, but I was just curious about, like, oh, okay, because he also does, like, music. And, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm mu music. You're very multi talented. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, praise God. Yeah, definitely. Music, writing, uh, directing, all that stuff. Yeah. Sing something. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, she just drove around that was Lady Gaga that they Me and Lady Gaga? No, that's see that's Wikipedia. They went too far. They went too far. No, I, we haven't worked together unless sort of she went under another name in the nineties. <laughs> Lady Gaga was all mad. I know you can No, um I haven't worked with Gaga. that was just like a rumor that was That was in there? I worked with Gaga? Oh, wow. No. <laughs> Gaga. <laughs> yeah. He's back. So I guess I was wondering if you could elaborate a little bit further on your personal experience as a voiceover artist. Oh, oh voiceover work? Um, it started with Clifford, uh, the big red dog. And then uh, I love doing voiceover work because you can go in dressed however. You can go in your pajamas because they're just hearing your voice. <laughs> so, um, but I love that. I uh, worked on Proud Family. Uh, I did a movie with T-Pain that was uh, called Freaknik, the musical. Cartoon Network, pretty wild. <laughs> um, uh, Motor City, which was just a, a, a great show on Disney SD, that was pretty crazy. Uh, wild Grinders on Nicktoons. Um, yeah, man, I just, you know, I love doing animation. It's, it's, it's a fun thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You. Uh oh. He said, I'm going to get up. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm just going to ask an oddball question. Uh oh. Did you enjoy driving a good burger mobile? <laughs> the Pinto. That was an actual. Didn't make it. it was a Pinto. Uh, and we gave it away on Talk Soup. And so somebody has it. <laughs> they actually had it. Yeah, it was two of them. And uh, we gave, them, gave it away. Yeah, so it was cool. You know? And we gotta pimp it out for Good Burger 2. Oh wait, did I say Good Burger 2? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't say that. Look at that, manager. She's throwing out storylines. Look at you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when Good Burger 2 gets made, y'all gonna go see it? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, little man, what you watching? What you watching, little man? I'm Darth. You're Darth. I'm sorry, Darth Vader. What are you watching? Legos. That's a great movie. That's right. Legos are so much better than listening to this man talk. <laughs> Who's that out there? <laughs> 
Any questions in the back? In the back? You have tons of questions. This is more about Lady Gaia. <laughs> Yeah, left eye, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Keenan uh, and Kel, it was Coolio who did your cover for your song. That's right. Um, what was one of your um, favorite musical celebrity encounters? That's a great question. Uh, Aaliyah. Oh, Rest oh, in peace. Oh, Aaliyah. Uh, she's so awesome. She's just as sweet as you would think she was. She was. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and she was just great. We had a blast with her. And then, um, who else? Uh, Usher. Oh. Usher, man, and the cool thing about Usher is that it was when he was going by Usher Raymond. And uh, he had his, uh, it was his first single, and I remember he had Timberlands on. And if you remember the old All That set, we had like that fire escape that came down, and then it went to the stage, which was a garage. He was the first like musical guest to like come out at the top of the fire escape. Then he slid down the banister and landed in a split and did a turn. And I was like, that kid's gonna be a star. And of course he is. <laughs> but Usher, awesome. Um, we had a lot of fun with the artists, and that was a cool thing too because a lot of the musical guests were like our same age, so we got to hang out with them. Um, we shot the show uh, at Universal Studios, Florida, so that was kind of like our backyard. So we would leave and ride on rides. Get on the back to the future ride. The brat was on there. The brat, yeah, the brat was on there. Uh, everybody, man, we just had Warren G. Uh, <laughs> he's like, yeah, Warren G. Uh, Backstreet Boys, they were on the show. Uh, man, we had some of everybody. It was cool. Britney Spears, you know, she was fun. I had to work with Britney on uh, Keenan and Kel Goes to Hollywood. Got to mess up Britney Spears' hair. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> she was awesome. Yeah, man. I was like Ron DMC. Oh, yeah. That was it? You still not gonna sing for us, huh? You still not gonna sing? Oh. Okay. Y'all wanna hear us sing? Yeah. Okay. Okay, why not? <laughs> this is. Comic-Con has talent. <laughs> Sorry, Kel Mitchell. Yeah, it's called Weedabang 
Mystery Man 2, that would be good. Ryan Reynolds, Will Smith, Angela Bassett. Kel Mitchell, that would be crazy. Invisible Boys family. You can see them. I don't know. Uh, that was good. I don't know. <laughs> hey, y'all in the back. How you doing? What's up? <laughs> What's up, man? You good? That's what I'm talking about. What else are we going to talk about, y'all? What, what else is going on? What's happening in Midland? Oh. I love Midland so far. I'm, I like Midland. <laughs> what does Midland mean? Like Midland? Middle land? The middle of the land? Okay. I like Odessa. I think that's cool. I knew a girl named Odessa. Odessa Jackson. I did. She was sweet. <laughs> Oh yeah, of course. Oh, she came on up. Go ahead, girl. I got time. We chilling. This family. Everybody say we family. We family. Let me get See, it's beautiful. First off, thank you for making my childhood. Oh, no problem. No problem. That's cool. No problem. Um, you know, being that working at Nickelodeon presently, I think it's the social media aspect. Like that really changed everything. Like kids love seeing everything at that moment, at <laughs> that second. Like remember when you were younger, it's like you got to wait like till next Saturday. It's like, oh my goodness, I can't see it. But now you hear about new show, you can just go on your phone and pick it up. <laughs> so their attention span is like crazy right now. Like they want to see it right away. And also too, I think, uh, but then the social media actually helps too as well because you can put up a video, you can have uh, viral videos blow up and you know, 12 second videos <laughs> that are crazy where you can find kids in all different parts, parts of America, which is pretty cool. So um, I think that would be just the only difference within comedy that has been added you know, to it. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, would you consider doing like, on, like an online only show? Um, you know, I think like most networks are starting their own online, uh, you know, channels. You know, like ABC is doing that, NBC is doing that, because it's kind of going in that way. You know what I mean? Like Darth over there, he's watching something online. <laughs> Perfect example. You know what I mean? So uh, a lot of networks are doing that. Nickelodeon is doing that as well too. Like with Game Shakers, you can watch it on Nickelodeon TV, but then you can also go to Nick.com and see the past episodes. So yeah. <laughs> No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Midland. Where's the place to go hang out in Midland? Oh, Double Tree. Double Tree. Double Tree. Where, where, what did you say? Where? Your house? What? <laughs> what is that? What does that even mean? What? <laughs> There's no place to hang out in Midland? The rodeo? Oh, rock and rodeo. What happens at the rock and rodeo? Dancing. <laughs> what type of dancing? Uh oh, is this a bad question? <laughs> the rock and rodeo. Country dancing, like line dancing? That's cool. Anybody know how to line dance is? He said, I know how to line dance. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> You're not going to do it? All right. I don't have a dance contest up here, that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> huh? 
what, when does the winner get? Oh, the winner get of line dancing? If you have a dance battle with you? Uh, I don't know, what, what should I give him? I don't know. I give you a shout out on your, on your phone, and a picture or something. You wanna do that? No? She's like, I don't care. She's like, I already took a picture with your outfit. <laughs> Can you dance? She's not talking anymore. <laughs> Uh-oh, he's coming up here. Uh-oh. That's a cool shirt, brother. You're welcome. Uh-oh. Oh, man. That's a good one, brother. Um, Batman. way back, I don't know if you guys remember, called Preacher. Remember that? That's what I'm talking about. That was pretty good. Um, villain. Uh, my favorite villain? We gotta go with the Joker. We're talking about that. That guy's crazy. Ooh, ooh. No. Let's go 80s. Let's go back. Let's go. Oh, 80s Joker. Nah. Uh, <laughs> you know, the Joker now is pretty wow. You know what I mean? With the, like how she's looking right now with the just cut right here. Yeah, Heath Ledger killed that. Make some noise for Heath Ledger. He killed that role, man. Joker has never been the same. That was a big step from Jack Nicholson. You know? Jack Nicholson did good too, though. I really enjoyed that with the Prince soundtrack. Who really knows Prince? Come on, man. That was, that was hot. Wasn't it a good soundtrack? Oh, I love that soundtrack. And good morning. What? Oh, Purple Rain. Prince. I saw Purple Rain at five years old. Mess me up. Mess me up. I have been to Minneapolis a few times. Yeah, I did a show in Minneapolis. Uh, you do? <laughs> I do stand-up, too, so I was out there doing stand-up. Yeah, I do stand-up. I do a lot of comedy. <laughs> what? Hello? Hello? I have another question. It's me. When you were a kid, what was your most Oh, I'm gonna go back. Let's see, when I was a kid, like real little. Um, ooh, I like Thundercats. Yes! They need to make the movie. What is wrong with them? Please, let's get a Thundercats movie, right? Yes! Come on, man. Don't y'all wanna see it? Man, I wanna see that. <laughs> no. Thundercats? Oh, man. Shatara? Come on, man. Um, you see Nicki Minaj and Shatara? I don't know. <laughs> be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> Who would be Panthro? That would be awesome too, Panthro. Um, I love Thundercats. Silverhawk. Let's see the real animation folks. Who knows Silverhawk? Come on, man. Oh, the cat's in the building. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Silverhawk. She's leaving. Okay. And then, so I have no idea what Thundercats or Silverhawk is. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> Animaniacs. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> They're saying me to the Mexico. Ghostbusters. Yeah. 
You all excited about the new Ghostbusters movie? Or? Okay. It's been mixed, huh? Yeah, I've seen it online. Like, everybody's like, you know? The classic is better. You haven't even seen the new one yet, just the trailer. Everybody's mad at the trailer. They're like, I hate that. I see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I give a lot of that to Dan Schneider, uh, you know, the head writer of King and the Kill. Uh, he just really knows comedy. He's a hit maker. You know, he's over at Nickelodeon still making crazy, amazing sitcoms at Snyder's Bakery. So, uh, you know, he's from head of the class as well. So, you know, he's an actor uh, first, and so he really understands how to write for the actor. You know what I mean? So. Um, I think that's why the shows were so funny. And it's like, Keenan and Kel was written like kind of like how I Love Lucy is. Like if you watch I Love Lucy now, it's still it's hilarious. You know what I mean? So I think that's what's cool about it. Like the stories transcend. And, you know, it could be 2016 or 1992. We weren't on in 1992. I just, <laughs> it was 95. <laughs> hey, brother. How you doing? <laughs> Okay. Um, only thing that comes to mind that has been answered by everyone else is, uh, of all your voice acting stuff, what is your favorite character? <laughs> Out of all my voice acting stuff, my favorite character? Oh, man. Oh, I love doing voiceover, too. Um, I don't know. That robot chicken thing was pretty hilarious. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty crazy. But um, I do enjoy, uh, if you get to check out Wild Grinders, that's a fun show. I like doing that voice, uh, Lil' JJ on there. Because he's like, yeah, homie, what you gonna do? Oh, snap, you know. So I like playing that character. He's fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's dope. I also did a McDonald's commercial. What? Voiceover. Yeah, man. But T-Bone is cool, too, because Clifford, you know. I got to work with John Ritter, rest in peace. Awesome guy, Three's Company. Amazing, yeah. amazing guy, you know. Hey, brother. Like, you about to ask something serious. Which your favorite, Keenan and Kel and the Good Burger? Which one did you enjoy the most? Ooh, out of Good Burger, Keenan and Kel and all that. Uh, ooh, all that. Now, because I love playing Keenan and Kel, but that was like just me and Keenan being ourselves. Um, but all that was crazy, just because of the fact that the, the, the weirdness and how far you can go, like Repairman and Coach Creedy, uh, they used to write in there, they, were, they used to write the script, and then Kel walks into the room and then messes up stuff, and they just never wrote out what else I would do, because I got to you know, get as physical as possible and get as crazy as possible, so um, I did enjoy all those crazy characters that we played. I mean, it was like Saturday Night Live for kids, so that was awesome. Thank you, brother. That's my. That, oh, that's what's up, man. Ken and Kel is fun, man. Shout out to Coolio. He's still doing it. Coolio got like two braids right here now. That's it. All the other braids, I don't know where they went, but he's just here with it. Uh, while working on Nickelodeon, did you get away with anything that would have got anyone else in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> TMZ. Dun-dun. Um, <laughs> Keenan and I, here's a funny story. Okay, I'll give you a funny story. Keenan and I, uh, have, have any of you all ever been to Universal Studios? Yeah. 
Okay, so you know how they have the tram in the back and they show you the psycho house and all that stuff? Okay, so we were there shooting something for the big help or something like that back then. And we were dressed as Mavis and Clavis, right? And so we were the two old guys, oh yeah, kick it, you know. So we got on one of the little golf carts and started just driving around in the back lot of Universal Studios. You're not supposed to do that, okay? So we're back there and all of a sudden we see this water like coming. And we're like, what is it? Because we saw the psycho house, we saw this other stuff, and water started coming around us, and then Jaws popped up. And we realized we were on the track where the tram is. Not supposed to be there, right? All of a sudden, security comes, and they come up, right? And they come up, get off the track, get off the track. So me and Keenan are like, oh no, we're gonna go to jail, this is about to be hilarious. And, but we were dressed as Mavis and Clavis in full makeup, so we just kept it going. Pretended we were old men. I'm like, we didn't know what we were supposed to do over here. We didn't know that this game was. I made a left turn and you made a right turn. I didn't know that. And they wrote us up as two old men, so we got away with it. <laughs> thank you for coming here. Uh, from my childhood, uh, you perfect made my childhood. Thank you, brother. So I just want to thank you for that. Man, thank you, brother. <laughs> for sure, man. <laughs> affirmative. <laughs> Every time I see the shirt, affirmative. Uh, I'm still supporting the shirt for David Ghost. <laughs> you got to, man. Power Rangers, man. Definitely. Other than Sam, y'all were, you were part of my childhood. So, again, thank you. Uh, we love you. Thank you, man. We love the Power Rangers, man. Me and Keenan. Got a funny story about that, too. We, we had some Power Rangers. I don't know if y'all remember the 90s, early 90s, they made Power Ranger gloves. And I had the Blue Ranger gloves, and then when you hit the yeah. button, it would go, 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 power ranger, you know what I mean? So we, it was like one of the first like crazy hotels they put us in in New York, right? And they were like, we had a suite to ourselves, me and Keenan, and it was like the whole floor. And all we did was just kept remixing on our club, <laughs> go, go, power rangers, and we got, it was just loud, we got in trouble, because we were just jumping from bed to bed, room to room, going, go, 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 power, go, 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 power, go, 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 power, go, go. Just through the lobby, go, 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 power, go. It was the, so every time I see them, I think of, go, go, go. That's it. My question was, what's the best piece of acting about Um, Best piece of acting, always be willing to learn. Don't feel like you just made it. You know, be a sponge, soak in every amount of information that you can get. Um, you know, if you're trying to be an actor, you definitely have to have faith. Um, you know, I'm also a Christian as well, so um, I'm yeah. all about that. So, because there's going to be times where you can feel like you can lose yourself within this business, and, you know, I've been through that. And so, you don't want to do that. You have to have a good sense of self. Uh, and know that these are just characters and this is just a job, you know what I mean, at this as well. And then also, too, you have to know that when you get to a certain level as an actor, um, you want to inspire others, you know what I mean, and, uh, you know, show love to others and be happy with others. Like, one of the best advice is, like, I'm concerned with how people treat people that they think they don't need help from, you know what I mean? Like, treat everybody with the same respect and the, the same love, you know? And uh, yeah, man, that would be the best advice I can give you. Promote yourself like crazy. Like, you got all this stuff like YouTube and 
all these things that way you can promote yourself. So even if you're in Midland, someone can see you in a play all the way in LA. So just promote yourself, use everything, social media. <laughs> hey! Uh, you said you really enjoyed cosplay. I was wondering what character would you yourself love to cosplay? Oh, I would cosplay so much. <laughs> I would love cosplay. I cosplay with my own characters. Like me and my wife would just cosplay. <laughs> I'll just be repairman, you know. Just, one night just wear nothing but a tube belt. Just like, repairman, man, man! <laughs> No, I just love it, man. I love. I, oh, who would I cosplay right now? Oh man, a Thundercat, <laughs> Lionel. That would be great. I would love to do that. I remember one year, uh, one of my kids, uh, they love Scooby Doo, and so uh, I cosplayed with my kids, and I was Shaggy, <laughs> and I was like, I had like long hair. It was hilarious. And I, was, I really got into it, like, oh boy, you know, it was really funny. And I had to dress like that all day, though. Cause you know, after I left them at school, I was still shaggy because I had business to take care of, and I was I was shaggy at the bank, at the grocery store, had these tight bell bottoms on. It was hilarious. <laughs> Darth, you okay? Is the movie over, Darth? Oh, what did Mama say? Oh. Need a charger for the phone? Oh, Darth, that's my buddy right there. We're just hanging out, huh? What's <laughs> I'm loving it, though. I like Midland. Um, Middleland. My question is on the long lines, Thundercats, because I also watched the original um, on television. Uh, did you get a chance to watch the, the reboot? Of, of what? Of Thundercats. Of Thunder? No. There was a reboot on Cartoon Network like three years ago. We're not going to even talk about that. <laughs> it was only one season. It was really good. It was good though? It was good. Wait, wait, wait. I did see that reboot. And they were all like slim and whatnot. They looked different. Well, it's because it's like, I think a Korean uh, uh, animation studio. Okay. Okay. And so the storyline was really good, but they got canceled because the merchandise was so. See? Because that's you? how like, like cartoons run. You have make to the money. Make the money with the merchandise. Yeah, that's true. So, wow. Did yeah, you, sure. Did you watch? Did, did you I did see. I saw like two episodes of that. <laughs> because I love the old school, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thundercats. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But shout out to the Koreans. I love that. I love K-pop. Y'all listen to K-pop music? <laughs> I love K-pop. G-Dragon. Y'all look up G-Dragon. Oh, okay. All right. Fantastic, baby. One of a kind. Okay. <laughs> I like your hair. That's cool. <laughs> hey, bud. <laughs> I wanted to say that I was actually pretty unaware of most of your roles in voiceover. I think about the only time that I actually knew that you were voicing a character was the ant in the Pink Panther show. Yep. That's me on there, too. <laughs> Ant Nardvark, Pink Panther. That was fun. We also, I love working on that, too, as well. Ant was hilarious. And was similar to JJ <laughs> Wild Grinders, but it's just fun, man. I, I love seeing, um, you know, after doing the voices and seeing the animation for my character and bringing life to my characters, I, I really enjoy doing that as well. Yeah, and then you know I have my own production company as well, so you're gonna see some animation coming out from from us as well too. That's gonna be pretty crazy. So, yeah, man. What's your favorite 
Nice. Woohoo! Yeah! <laughs> hey, lady. Is that Wonder Woman outfit? Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. I'm sorry. I'm, that's Sailor Moon. I just because the tables, and I just saw this. <laughs> Wonder Woman. That's a great. That's great makeup, brother. You did a good job. That's cool. <laughs> Everybody quiet. <laughs> What do I like to do in my free time? Hang out with my wife, date nights, Netflix and chill. Uh, <laughs> you know, go to church, read books. You know, I like reading books. Hey. Oh. What do you think about uh, the African American Especially now, I, I've just seen that there's a lot more of wanting to convert superheroes to be yeah. African American. Like, even though they used to be white, they're changing them now to be like other ethnicities. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think that's awesome. You know, uh, all diversities just need to be in animation as well. You know what I mean? I think it's cool. Like with Mouse, Spider Man. Y'all seen Mouse? Yeah. New Spider Man. Yeah, Mouse. <laughs> He's great, right? Yeah, yeah. So I really enjoy that, man. And uh, it's a lot more coming out as well. Uh, it was this uh, animation called, uh, graphic novel called Blackheads. You know, I remember Blackheads? Check it out. That's dope, too. You know about that? <laughs> Pretty awesome, man. So I try to support all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would like to see more of course, on screen, all over. I think that we definitely do. I mean, you already know what's going on at the Oscars, and you know, we just need more, you know, and uh, and, and the fans supporting it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Harrison. Hey, bud. I think everyone everyone wants to know this. Um, but will <laughs> you be coming back to Melanie Augusta next year? Oh, for the Comic Con next year? I don't know. I, I might. Yeah, I'll come back. Y'all want me back here? So this is Randy with Dogfin Radio to here at Premium Basin Comic Con X, and we are speaking with David Fielding today, the voice of Zordon. Uh, how you doing? How are you doing, sir? I'm doing very well. How are you guys? Awesome. Great. Uh, so me and John were at the panel the other day, and we heard your, basically your life story through from Saban all the way to your, your casting, and then how you became you know, the voice that a lot of kids grew up with. <laughs> and um, so... The thing we were most interested about was your book, uh, Vigilance, yeah, yeah. and we want to know more know about that and stuff like that. So, sure. Uh, well, um, I've been a comic book and a superhero fan all my life. Uh, I started reading them when I was uh, five, six, you know, and and uh, uh, since I was born in the '60s, I was really sort of like there at at the start of the like the Silver Age and and moving into the Bronze Age and and growing up with all those characters and stuff. So. They've always been a part of, of my, uh, uh, I don't know what you call it, uh, my experience, my life experience. They've always been there. And um, at that time, you know, the, the only visual representations that we had or, or um, for, the, for those characters were either comic books or some of the cheesy things that they put on television or right. in the film. And now in this day and age you know starting with uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man films and then of course the success with Iron Man and and all that stuff we're starting to see these characters 
being treated with a uh, sense of seriousness and, and really down to earth and, and uh, I think the, the film and TV medium have really started to understand that you can tell some really um, powerful stories with these characters. I mean, them being special and having powers is, is sort of like the side thing and, right. and it's all about the, the human part of them. And so that, that's always been in, in my head, uh, you know, about what these characters are. And so starting in 2007, I, I had a, an idea for a story um, uh, that involved uh, what, what would it be like, you know, if, if these heroes were actually real and, and how, would, how would we react to them and, and uh, you know, there's a lot of influences to it. I mean, there's, you know, there's some, some Watchmen influences and, and, and some stories like that. So, but um, my, my story basically is um, about the aftermath of that hero war. When, once, once all the heroes are either dead or incarcerated, um, uh, a reporter goes back and uh, he... Um, is it kind of like uh, Citizen Kane, where we're hearing it from the perspective of, of the reporter as he goes through the lives of each person? Yeah, yeah. It, it has that sort of Citizen Kane quality, and also has like there was a Marvel. Marvels did uh, that. Uh, oh yeah, I love that book. Yeah, That's yeah. a great book. So there's that influence too, where um, uh, it's told in flashback or in retrospective, and each there's a number of chapters, what I call history chapters, which is basically him uh, interviewing these heroes. Uh, in their time period. So there's a number of chapters set in the 60s, number of chapters set in the 70s, and the Hero War takes place in the early 80s and ends in like 1983 uh, with the capture of a, a character named Reaver who was sort of like my Batman character. Right, right. And um, um, so it, it basically tells the story of, of what it was like to live in a world with those characters, um, the effects of the war, and the last remaining superhero who tries to uncover the conspiracy uh, that that sparked the whole war um, and and the outcome of all of that. So. Sounds like if you could get the rights, you could make it a really cool prequel to The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I mean, uh, the, all of the heroes in the book are, are, you could actually equate them to some DC heroes, but they're not those heroes. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's sort of like an Elseworlds or a, a what-if situation. Uh, but I mean, it, it, it talk you know, it speaks to the. Uh, I, I always look at the DC characters. They're, they're sort of like the Mount Olympus, the God type level characters, and and Marvel are much more of your uh, regular guys who are just trying to make a difference. Um, uh, but you know, when you when you think about a Superman character, you know, they, they do have that godlike quality, which they're going to explore in the film that's coming out next week. So. Um, it was just a lot of fun to write, and, and um, yeah, I, I hope a lot of people read it and enjoy it. So, so um, is it available online, or is it going to be at bookstores? Or yeah, yeah, you can buy it uh, if you go to my uh, my Amazon author page, David J. Fielding. Uh, it, it's available for purchase there. Yeah, awesome. awesome. This um, is Randy with well, Dogfin Radio. With us. Appreciate right. it so much. Premium based in Comic Con X. Today, I'm speaking with uh, Spencer Gannis. Okay, and. Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself for people who don't know. Hi guys, I'm Spencer. Um, I'm an actress, voiceover artist. I was Teen Elsa in Frozen. Uh, I also was Ike in South Park when I was really little, actually. I did that when I was two until I was five, so a lot of the early seasons. Okay, cool, awesome. Uh, let's see, um, so Elsa in Frozen, Ike. Um, Tell us about anything that you're working on right now, or, or can you tell us about anything you're working on? Right well, um, I actually just did a doll that's coming out in December around Christmas time, 
for Frozen. So it's going to be a push-button doll that has my voice in it uh, with a magic snowflake and some lights and stuff. So that's my current project right now, and hopefully there'll be more in the future. We'll see what happens. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Okay. Um, now, is like was Ike your first big thing, or like did you work up from, like I don't know, other voice acting gigs where you're like a little girl in a radio commercial or anything like that? Tell us a little snippet of... Like less than 30 seconds synopsis or whatever. Well, I just I got into acting because both my parents are actors. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I ever did actually was Happy Feet. I did that when I was barely two. So I learned to read early. So I decided to go into voiceover work. Um, it was really fun. I was Baby Mumbles and Happy Feet. And South Park was definitely one of the earliest things I did. Uh, it was really fun. I was never allowed to watch the episodes, though, because I was like two and three. I had no idea what I was saying. <laughs> uh, so I wasn't allowed to watch them. But oh. it was definitely really fun. Great experience. It's oh, crazy. Did you ever meet Matt, um, Matt and Trey, the creators of South Park or anything like that? I did actually, yeah. I worked with the directors and producers and writers, creators. They were all so great. Oh, cool, cool. All right. Let's see. Going over things we already went over. Uh, let's see. Uh, so, just in the future, do you wish you had any kind of roles that you were really wanting to get or anything like you really weren't looking inspired to like try to, to like, I want to be the voice of this, whatever. <laughs> um, I, there's nothing in particular that I've been really wanting to be the voice of. I'd love to see what projects come in, whether it's animation for a TV series or for a movie um, or even a commercial. I'll take, I love doing any kind of roles, any kind of projects, so nothing too specific. I mean, the Frozen thing is huge. I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure for an entire month, I could not get that movie out of my head. And the Teen Elsa was like, oh. yeah, I think that's it. I don't know okay. So this is Randy with Dogfin Radio, and here we're here talking with... Uh, Kel Mitchell at Premium Basin Comic Con X. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. Blessed, man. Happy oh, Sunday. Happy Sunday. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. One day above ground and his blessing. <laughs> so, um, you know, I had the other persons give us like a little 30-second, like, where you came from, you know, what, what really inspired you to get into acting and stuff like that? <laughs> oh, it inspired me to get into acting? Uh, you know, uh, I was very rambunctious, uh, excited kid. I love watching movies. I love television. Um, I didn't really, living in Chicago, I didn't really think like, oh, I could get on television or get on movies or anything like that. It was more so uh, an outlet for me. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a community theater uh, in Chicago on the south side uh, that was just awesome, had awesome plays that I used to go see. So my parents put me into a, a summer course there, right. and I just fell in love with the art of acting, man. I, I did a lot of drama. Uh, we did comedy and improv there as well, so it definitely just shaped you know, uh, the man you see today as far as, like, uh, through my acting, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, from what, I, from what I experience, comedy's way harder than drama because <laughs> it just seems like anyone who's a really good comedian can do drama really well without having yeah. to try very hard. Yeah. So, and then through that acting, you went into, like, uh, wow, all that, and then Good Burger and all yeah. the Nickelodeon shows. Uh -huh. um, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, man. Uh, from uh, I started out in theater and then got noticed, uh, you know, by an agent out there. And started going on tons of auditions. Some you get, some you didn't, you know. And then uh, all that came along. And then uh, when I got on that show, uh, all that did from there. Spin off and did the Keenan and Kel show. Uh, you know, Good Burger, Mystery Man, different movies. You know, and just I, I started to branch out and get into animation as well because I love animation. So. Started branching out and doing that with Clifford the Big Red Dog and Motor City and different shows like that. You know, and I, I love every aspect of uh, of acting and entertainment. I love guys like Sammy Davis Jr. 
you know, uh, Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis, you know, those three triple threats, you know, you sing, dance, you know, put your hands in everything, man. I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yesterday at the, the panel we were at, there was a like a tiny sous a little hint of something happening in April. I know you're not supposed to tell us, but like if I were to do like 20 questions, like is it something... It's like, whatever. Like, are we going to be really excited? Or yeah, you're going to be super excited, man. Is it going to be reminiscent? Oh, reminiscent. If you, the nostalgia, if, if you loved, you know, all that and Good Burger, uh, this announcement you'll be very happy about. <laughs> is there a specific date in April or is it just... Well, oh, oh, well, what we're doing, oh, what we're doing in April, oh, no, that's fun. That's, that's going to be, that's, 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 that's awesome. I can't tell you what it oh, is yeah. yet, but in April you're going to dig that. Yeah, right. but it, it, just know it would be all over your television. Any other future projects you want to tell us about? Or? Yeah, man, definitely Game Shakers every Saturday night, uh, 8 p.m. on Nickelodeon. Peep that out. And then, uh, of course, what's happening in April. <laughs> yeah, you check that out. And today we are speaking with uh, Lauren Landa. Yeah. All right, awesome. And tell us a little about about yourself. Oh, uh, let's see. I am not a vegetarian. I do like meat. Um, I like long walks on the beach. No. Uh, I'm Lauren Landa. I'm a voice actress from Los Angeles. And there's a microphone in my face. It's actually... <laughs> um, I have done voices for anime and video games. Uh, most recently, uh, you could hear me as Karin Kanzuki in Street Fighter V. You can hear me as, uh, let's see, the new voice of Sailor Neptune in Sailor Moon, uh, Annie Lanhart in Attack on Titan, um, Kyoko Sakura in Madoka Magica. There's a lot. There's a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> so um, usually we like to try to start. 30 seconds, what is your motivation to be a voice actor or what got you into voice acting? Uh, I think uh, just I've been an actor my whole life, and when I got to college, the thought of voiceover kind of popped into my head, and I thought, well, why don't I try this? Because I like cartoons, I like anime, why not give it a try? Why not put you know my acting passion into that, my passion for acting into that? So, yeah, that's how I got into it. And John was asking me, like, when you guys record, like, say, for Attack on Titan, we have a friend... Uh, Josh Carell. Josh Carell. Josh Yeah. It's all good. A lot of people don't. <laughs> you guys, uh, do you guys record together? Do you guys play off each other, or is it like separate booths and one at a time, and then we just schedule each other out? One person, when that person's done, we move on. For anime, it's always for the majority. It's always going to be separate, uh, simply because we are trying to match lip flaps and because the timing and all of that. Because having all these actors together, trying to match the lip flaps that is already dubbed in another language like that that's going to take way too much time so it's much easier to do each actor separately is um is there anything you're working on right now anything prospects in the future anything cool you want to plug or anything like that or uh honestly the thing that i'm working on right now is sailor moon s uh the season sailor moon s it has not come out i'm not sure when it's going to be coming out but definitely keep an eye this is on right the release at, date for uh, that dogfin radio at Prima oh, thank you so much and today we are speaking with Walter Jones. How you doing, sir? I'm quite well, and how are you? Doing all right, thank you. And uh, so I think everybody should know you, if not officially, the Black Power Ranger from the original Power Rangers, yes? Yeah, that would be me, the OG Black Ranger, straight up. Yeah. And um, so could you tell us about your motivation to get into acting a little bit? Uh, you know what, I, uh, I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. I grew up in the church and so forth and so on. And, and I just happen to be one of those kids that enjoy it, like, you know, doing plays and, and being in front of people and kind of being a class clown and that kind of thing. I, was, I would always raise my hand to read in class and, 
you know, eventually just followed through. So by the time I got to high school, I was in drama club, and I, I, got, I auditioned for some colleges, mm -hmm. and uh, for 20 colleges, and I got three scholarships. So I went, I got a scholarship to a school of performing arts called United States International University School of Performing and Visual Arts. Uh, I went there with John Barrowman and Jamie Foxx and a number of other people. So uh, it was a good school. Learned a lot, and uh, here I am. Cool. So, you know, I, I mean, I know John probably didn't grow up with it because he's a little older, but I definitely grew up with you, you know, kicking butt for... <laughs> so, um, yeah. But is there anything, like, you're working on right now that you want to tell us about or anything like... Uh, yeah, I got a, a few projects I'm working on. I got Gideon's Frontier uh, that I'm doing with Austin St. John and... and uh, uh, some other people that I work with from Rangers, which is kind of cool. I'm doing a Star Trek Captain Pike, which is a cool project. I, obviously, anytime you're working on something that says Star Trek, it's kind of cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I have a few other projects that are, are in the works uh, that I'm pretty excited about. One's a, um, a show I'm developing based loosely based on my life. Mm -hmm. And the other is uh, something I can't quite talk about right now, but it's going to be really exciting. Are you working with Kel Mitchell on that, the April thing? Okay. Something different. Something okay, okay. different. Yeah, yeah. It's like a big secret that we're not supposed to talk about. But oh, well, you know, that's it works like that sometimes. Oh. You know, and that this industry sometimes there's uh, projects that you're doing that people don't want you to talk about. They keep it under wraps until until it's out. Yeah. Are we going to be excited or nostalgic? I mean, any kind of like emotion? Excited or nostalgic? I think you just should be happy. Oh, just be happy. Yeah, yeah. I think you're going to be. I think you'll be excited. Yeah. Thank nostalgic. you for your time, sir. Appreciate it. And, and nostalgic and, and and happy. Nostalgic and happy. And excited. Oh. And is there any more ends? Okay, never. Mind. That's, no, that's no. it. Okay, that's, no, no, no. that's all. That's, that's all. it. Yeah. Or you'll just be yeah, happy. I said happy. Yeah, yeah. You know because I'm happy. Sorry. I was having a moment. I know. It's it's done now. Okay. It's done. Yeah. It's done. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you, Mr. Randy, with Dogfin Radio at Premium Comic Con, based in X, and we're talking with. Sour Bunny, Sour Bunny Productions, uh, an artist here at Premium Basin. So, um, as we talked earlier, this has to be the one con I've been to where every artist is pretty amazing, and yours is right there at the top. You have some amazing stuff, sir. Thank you very much. I try and take a fine art feel to pop icons like Harley, like the Joker, that kind of thing, and give it a museum kind of quality so people can enjoy their characters and quality art so yeah I'm seeing a lot of a lot of comic stuff here and um, the creativity for a cure could you tell us a little bit about that sure majority of the proceeds of everything we sell goes to help find a cure of the childhood leukemia specifically ALL awesome awesome that's great. So good artwork for a good cause. Actually, great artwork for a great cause. All right. So any pieces you're working on right now? Anything you like trying to really trying to get into or? I am. I, I tried doing anime. You know, anime characters get a lot of that. People are like, hey, can you do such and such character? Orihime from Bleach or Naruto or whatever. I don't follow a lot of anime stuff. So then I tried doing anime in an anime style. I am horrid at that. So I flipped it and I'm actually doing anime characters now in my style. 
though. Ooh. That'll be coming out soon. Awesome. Awesome. Anime characters and old art, like watercolor style. So is there a website we can go to to look at all this stuff or Instagram like you keep telling us to get? Absolutely. It's Sour Bunny Productions on Instagram. It's Sour Bunny Productions on Facebook. It's also Sour Bunny Productions on Twitter. And then the actual website is sourbunny.weebly.com. Oh, appreciate it, sir. Thank you for your time.